Welcome to Inclusion Matters, produced by the Center for Inclusive Child Care, aka the CICC. We're located at inclusivechildcare.org. Welcome to Inclusion Matters, a podcast of the Center for Inclusive Child Care. I'm Cindy Croft, Executive Director of the Center, and I'm here with my colleague Priscilla Weigel, Assistant Director. Hi, Priscilla. Hi, Cindy. So we are talking about infants and toddlers again, mm-hmm. and we thought today we would talk about that relationship that's so important um, between the child care provider or the early educator, teacher, and the family mm-hmm. families of the infants and toddlers. Yeah, that's so critical. And we know that um, when we're the the people who are listening, um, our 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 listeners to the podcast really are trying very hard to provide quality environments that promote healthy attachment. And um, in order for that to really fully be realized, there has to also be this interplay with the family sure. and that relationship with the family that is so dependent up, upon what we know of the family and how the family system works and. Mm-hmm. How the, how the infant and toddler is um, being responded to and cared for in the home and, and then what, what of those practices carry over into the child care yeah. provider's um, setting. And so all of that is so important that we set up a relationship that really is reciprocal and, and as some people talk about, that parallel process. So, mm-hmm. so it's not just, we talk about that so often between what we're doing with a child or or maybe between a coach and a and a, someone who's being coached, but it's also about what we're trying to to do with a child and making sure that the that we're that we're working in the same way with a family and the family's yes. working in the same way with the child, so that we can really reach optimal outcomes for those infants and toddlers. Mm-hmm. And I think too, when you think of the typical beginning of a relationship when that baby, that brand new baby, is coming to childcare for the very first time, the provider may feel the need to really do a lot of this is what I expect when you come into my care versus what really is optimal is to say to that parent, oh, welcome, mm-hmm. tell me about your routines. Mm-hmm. Tell me about the baby. What's, what is really happening at home and how are you adjusting? And your first task is to build a connection. And it's not about information tossing out and dumping. It's about asking questions to learn and understand, not to tell Mm -hmm. and get that just, this is what I expect of you if you're going to be a part of our program. Mm -hmm. That's going to really, um, it might... It might come around in the wrong way and it might send the wrong message. So I think that um, sometimes folks, when you talk about the fact that you're asking these questions, providers might say, well, then I'm making it sound like that parent can dictate our schedule and tell me how to do my work. Actually, no, it's not about that. It's about saying, I'm going to get as much information about this little person, this little child that's coming into my care that I can so that then I can meet that child's needs based on what they're used to. That's going to create the most smooth this transition mm-hmm. between home and child care. That's what we want for these young ones. Right, and I think you make a great point. Yes, we're acquiring information, and yes, we want to know those important routines and, and about the child's disposition, mm-hmm. but it's also about what it's about helping the parent feel at ease, and yeah. I think you make a really good point. So the parent is thinking, oh, 
she truly wants to know about my child. It's mm-hmm. not just about how the program runs or operates, or you know, how what time we're getting we're going to pick them up, or mm-hmm. any of those kinds of things. But mm-hmm. it's really centered and focused then on the family. Yeah. I think that's a great point, point. and that does make for success long term because what you're saying is I want to communicate with you, and so then in the future when the parent has something that might be difficult to share with you, or maybe there's something going on at home that's that's causing a uh, challenge for that child and their behavior and their routine, they're going to easily want to share that with you because they remember those first days when you opened your door or your arms and said, hand me this sweet baby and tell me more about them. Mm -hmm. So that's what we want. So asking those questions is really key because you're not going to get the information unless you ask. And asking in a way that is to gather information, not to just um, come zipping back with, oh, we don't do it that way, Mm -hmm. or, oh, that can't happen, oh, that's nice, but too bad, or any of those responses that we all may be thinking in our head, but we can't say that out loud. We really have to help that parent understand there's going to be a transition period, and we have certain guidelines that we have to follow for licensing, but we also know that this is a unique individual, and we have to meet their needs based on who they are. Well, and you're really talking about modeling responsiveness, too, Mm -hmm. which, of course, we talk about that all the time. Time, responsive caregiving between the infant and the child care provider, mm-hmm. but you're talking about responsiveness between the teacher and the parent, yeah. and what a wonderful way to model that. Yeah, and and when you are listening to someone, too, how do you really send the message that you're really in tune and, and, and cued in to what they're saying? You look at them, you stop what you're doing, you... Uh, move your body toward them. So often in my work over the years, being in lots of child care settings, not so often, but there are times when parents come with their child and they drop off their child and not one person turns around and says hello. In fact, one of the coaches was just sharing that the other day with me and saying that she was brand new. It was her first visit, but she ended up waving at the parent and saying, have a good day because none of the other staff mm. acknowledged the arrival of this child and it was a toddler. And so you you think you know we're we're missing that great connecting opportunity every single day is a new opportunity to build a relationship and so maybe if you've had some tough bumps along the way in the past doesn't mean that tomorrow you can't start fresh and say to that parent how's it going boy that was a tough day yesterday when we had that really hard conversation but I want you to know we are our goal is to be on the same page for your child so that the best outcomes can be mm-hmm. seen mm-hmm. for development and for just those life skills so I want to try to rebuild that connection great that's a great point to make and then what what you know um, we talk a lot about you know so the listening is so important as you've just said Mm -hmm. but but what else do you think um, comes along with that the listening that we're doing and the responsiveness what else would you say um, is important to help a provider and the and the parent be building this important relationship with the child? I think empathy and understanding. I mean, if you cannot understand that other person's perspective and point of view, stepping back and saying, okay, right now I'm feeling challenge and maybe some friction in this situation because I'm frustrated that this parent's not listening to my expectations and they're not following through. I've asked for more diapers three times in a row. and Mm -hmm. Stepping back as that provider and saying, okay, so just like we do with kids, Mm -hmm. what might be causing that behavior? Mm -hmm. Why would a parent not bring what's necessary for their child's needs? Mm -hmm. Hmm. I wonder what's going on in their life. 
Do they have enough money to buy diapers? Do they have the time to stop on their way home between work and childcare to pick up diapers? What are the factors that are in play in that? So having some empathy and caring mm-hmm. to say, how can we support you? Or maybe it means that right now we just have to use our secret stash of diapers because this family cannot bring those in. And maybe diapers not the greatest example. Mm-hmm. But what is going on? You know, stepping back and saying what might be behind, what might be causing or be a factor that is is influencing that behavior that that parent is showing me now. And you would hope then for the same compassion on the part of the parent. If you're having a day mm-hmm. when you feel like, ooh, I was maybe a little short with that parent when they picked mm-hmm. up, or, oh, I didn't give the right information when that accident happened, I didn't fill out the form, I didn't call them, I feel terrible. Mm-hmm. You would expect that you would have that same compassion and empathy and, and caring mm-hmm. from the parent toward you as well. In other, in other um Situations we talk about uh, having a disability perspective when mm-hmm. a parent has a child with a disability enrolled, and it's that same sort of notion of if a parent comes in and they are particularly um, different from what how they normally their disposition normally is, mm-hmm. or you know, it's it's just you feel uh, maybe they were short with you and they normally aren't, or you just don't understand what the reaction was, and we often will say to to um, teachers and providers, well, take a disability perspective. You you don't know what might have happened that day, yeah. and so in a in a wider way, that's what we're saying here in terms sure. of the empathy. Try try to maybe just understand that something may have happened, mm-hmm. and before we react or yeah. or take the side that oh gosh, I'm I'm going to get upset myself because I don't deserve to be treated like this. Mm-hmm. And so it's part of that. I think it's it certainly is being an adult and being mature mm-hmm. and um, and really just trying to be that per- again we're modeling with the adult what we do for children yeah. all the time which is we don't get mad at kids yeah. because they don't always return our love mm-hmm. we just know that that's how how they can be sometimes mm-hmm. they can be a little feisty but mm-hmm. we know that that that's that we don't withdraw our love because of that no, true. and so that's that's really important and i think it's all about you know focusing on what's hopefully going well yeah. in our relationship instead of deciding I'm going to let this become a barrier now and so I'm going to wait for the parent to come back to me and apologize mm-hmm. and then and again mm-hmm. looking at the bigger picture what about the infant or the toddler that we're caring for mm-hmm. what how are we helping if we're hurting our relationship with the parent how are we helping that child right and that is that is really I think the the key at looking at being honest and saying to a parent, you know what, yesterday felt really uncomfortable. I'm not sure why and if it was something that I did. I think we, we talk about this a lot in our coaching work is, is really taking the responsibility of how I personally can help make it better mm-hmm. and not depending on that other person because when we wait for that, we could be waiting a long time and it might not even be about us at exactly. all. Surprise, surprise. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but we tend to think it is yep. and so I think if we take those first steps, mm-hmm. we move forward in the rebuilding of whatever has gone awry and try to, to put that focus back on what's going to be the best thing for this baby, for this toddler, for this preschooler, mm-hmm. that's the most important thing. Perfect. Thank you so much, Priscilla. And for those of you who are listening, if you'd like more information, we have this exact tip sheet Mm -hmm. um, on our website that talks about uh, relationships with families, um, a family partnership, and we have many other tip sheets at uh, inclusivechildcare.org. Thank you. My pleasure. 